Hi, everybody. It's Kelly from the Girl Covering Podcast. I am so glad you're joining me today, and I hope that you are having a great day, first and foremost. And today, we're going to be talking about something fun. (laughs) Today's topic actually is a suggestion from a friend who I was talking about this, and I was very passionate about it, and they had told me, make a podcast episode, and I was like, you know what? Great idea. (laughs) That's how you know you have good friends, guys. And... Here we are making a podcast episode about it. So we're going to be talking about how to know if someone is right for you. Now, when I was making up my little list, my little notes for this episode, I was thinking in terms of friends and relationships. So if you are just not sure if someone is right for you, either it's your romantic partner or a friend or anything else, these can apply to both and I have applied these to both in my personal life. So if you want to do the same, go right ahead. Over the years, I have been through my fair share of relationships and friendships and finding out what's for me, what's not for me, and really understanding how I personally tell if someone is right for me in my life. And it wasn't until this past year that I realized what that actually means and how to actually tell pretty easily I think there is a very easy way to tell, and it sometimes is hard to tell yourself, "Mm, this person isn't right for me. I think a lot of us tend to ignore a lot of red flags, and they come up to bite us in the end, but sometimes we like to trick ourselves and say, oh no, this is fine. It'll all work out. Trust me, it will not, and if you think you're convincing yourself and asking yourself, is this person right for me? If you're doubting it, it might already be your answer, unfortunately, but I will still talk about some of the ways that I know if someone is right for me, and I'll probably be talking about my best friend a lot because she honestly made me feel a lot of these things, and this is how I learned. So, let's dive into it. Number one, and this is really important for me, it connects to communication. So, the first is you don't have to over-explain yourself. If you're around someone that you feel like you constantly have to over-explain yourself for them to understand what you're saying, or you feel like you're walking on eggshells and you have to choose your words very wisely because you feel like they might insult you or not respect your views or not understand the emotions you're trying to convey, that is immediate no for me and for you. (laughs) That's so important in any relationship you have in your life is communication and you have to be able to connect with one another and understand one another. I used to think that if you just try, you can try to understand each other with the more explaining you do, but that is not how it works. Trust me, one of my healthiest friendships came from, I would say something once and I would say it as simply and honestly as it came out of my mind and I felt safe saying it, and I didn't have to explain what I meant. She just knew, like my best friend, just knew what I was trying to say, and she understood what I was getting at, and she understood it immediately, and it didn't come from her own experiences that made her understand me. It was just that here are two people that are able to talk to each other and get each other. I think that that is something that it could be rare, but I do not think comes from over-explaining yourself. 
it either is there or it isn't and this is something that can be pretty early on that you might realize when you're talking with someone and I will say too because I've had this experience as well this may be something at the beginning that you just say to yourself wow I could talk to this person for hours they get me so much this can always change in a relationship so just be aware that even if it was like that at some point in your relationship if it's not like that now and hasn't been for at least a couple months then that is that is your sign number two huge trust obviously if you cannot trust the person that you are in a relationship with there is nothing there and whether the trust is bounded or not if you cannot fully trust someone then you're not going to feel safe around them and your relationship is going to be severely flawed again friends or partners this goes both ways Because for a partner, obviously, when you say trust, there's a lot in there. You trust them to, you know, take you for everything that you are and not make fun of you and be there for you whenever you need and also be loyal and honest. And as a friend, very similarly, you want someone that you can trust and who won't go behind your back. And again, who will be there for you regardless of anything like they will be you trust that they they're going to be there for you when trust is broken it's really hard to get back think of a glass plate you shatter it on the ground i.e someone breaks your trust you can put the pieces back together but it's not always going to be perfect and i promise you if trust is broken once it's very rarely that it will ever be the same way it was before so just keep that in mind if someone betrays your trust now chances are they could be a repeat offender. Again, there is a small percentage that people really redeem themselves and they put that effort in to you to really prove to you that they are worthy of your trust. But if they don't do that on their own merit, then I'm sorry, girly. (laughs) I don't think that there is much in a relationship if there isn't trust. And if you cannot trust someone wholly, it is just not going to work out in the long run. It's better to come to terms with that earlier than later. Next, you are comfortable being 100% yourself. You don't feel like you have to hide anything. You don't feel like you have to act a certain way around them. You don't feel like you have to have your guard up around them. You can just be yourself and you're not worried about anything this other person might do or say to harm you. It is really scary opening yourself up and being 100% yourself with anybody. And you could be authentic to people, but when you're really comfortable around someone, I think this is the biggest form of trust, going back to that, but also safety. That's psychological safety. And psychological safety, again, 3A of this list is psychological safety. You need to feel safe around them and comfortable being yourself because if you can't quite literally what is the point of that relationship if you feel like you ever need to hide something or you can't be yourself because you're worried about how someone will react no just stop it's not worth it if you're in any relationship and you cannot be yourself what really is the value of that relationship you should be able to be comfortable and if you're not try talking about it with the person, friend, partner, whomever it may be, and seeing if that does anything. And if it doesn't, then again, 
we don't have time to not be ourselves around people. The people that are right for you in this life are going to be the ones that celebrate you for who you are. The people who love you for exactly who you are. That is the person that is meant for you. Keep that in your mind. Next, they reciprocate. Oh my goodness. This is the biggest thing for me. I've had a lot of friends and one thing I always felt was I was putting a lot more energy into planning things constantly and reaching out than they did to me. And when I met my current best friend, I found that she reciprocated my energy almost exactly every single day. And I didn't think I'd ever met a person like that in my life. The very energetic, bubbly energy that I would put into our friendship, she would give right back to me. And if I invited her out for coffee, she would invite me out to dinner the next, like it was very back and forth. It was very reciprocated. And this can go for a romantic relationship. If you plan the date and you feel like you're always planning dates and always being very lovey-lovey and the other person isn't, that could be a red flag. However, that could just be a love language miscommunication. So make sure that that doesn't play a part, but reciprocating the amount of energy and love you put into someone and they reciprocate it back or they reciprocate it first. However, that is how you know someone is right for you because they can match your energy and you never feel like you aren't good enough or you're not respected, you're not valued, any of that. You never have to question that with this person. That's how you know that they're right for you. Next, this is an important one and this one I love. They are happy when you are happy. So when you have some type of accomplishment, your happiness and excitement, they feel it as well. This is really huge. I have had really sad days where my own life is not going well. And if someone in my life that I'm really close with, they have an accomplishment, my sadness goes out the window and I am there. I've literally had days where my really good friend's accomplishments made my day and made me feel happy. And I think that's the way it should be. You know, you shouldn't feel like your emotions are specifically tied to another person. That is not their responsibility. But if they are happy, you feel that happiness for them as well. And you start to get happy too. I love that. I think it's the most pure emotion in a relationship. And I think that's how you really tell if someone really is connected with you. And if they're really right for you is your accomplishments are their accomplishments. And it's such a good feeling when you celebrate someone and someone is on your same level. I think this was a really big indicator for me to tell whether someone was not right with me, that even though they were sad and I had a really great accomplishment that I was really proud of, they did not make me feel like I couldn't tell them just because they were sad or, you know, I've had people where I tell something I'm really excited to and they do not give that energy back and then just say, oh, cool. And then it it makes me sad, you know, like when you have a really cool accomplishment, you want your support system to be there for you and to be excited and happy for you and to celebrate you. But if they're not doing that, they aren't for you. This next one is also important. And I think goes along with a lot of what I've been saying is they don't want you to change or hold you back in any capacity. Going along with the right person will accept you for everything that you are. You should never feel any type of pressure to change when the person is right for you. You should not feel like in order to be in this friendship, you need to change something about yourself or you can't do what you really want to do. That person is absolutely not for you. 
if someone is ever holding you back from something, it's 100% not worth it. I had this said to me, and I'm going to give you this example just so you can, you know, understand what I mean by this, but I don't want to expose too much, so I'm just going to be as vague as possible, but when I was planning on going on exchange, someone had told me, I don't want to be involved with you if you go on exchange. And I remember that was just awful. It was awful. Like, why would anyone say that? If the person is right for you, they're not going to say that because that is their own insecurities or whatever it may be. And that is going to hold you back or feel like you need to change in some way. Or if someone makes you feel that your way of seeing things is not the right way, just because it's not their way, again, not the person for you. Whoever is for you is going to make you feel valued, like I said, and also make you feel that whatever opinions you have are valuable and do not need to be changed and are your right and whatever you want to do with your life is up to you and it's up to no one else. And if someone is truly right for you, they will allow you the flexibility to do whatever you want especially now as I'm transitioning out of university, I've seen a lot of couples go through this where there isn't that flexibility and security in their relationship to let the other person go and do what they want. So they break up, which is also very normal as well to, you know, when you're going through so much change, sometimes you just need to be single and do it by yourself. But with friends too, they will not tempt you to go work some job that's near them or live in the same. No, like they will be your cheerleader wherever you are and they're not going to pressure you to do anything just to make them happy. That is just toxic and wrong and therefore not for you. So going along with that, they also encourage your dreams. You feel supported by them. You feel motivated by them and they really are pushing you to be your best self and there's no ulterior motive behind it. They just want to see you succeed and no dream that you have is too crazy or dumb or any of that. They encourage it and they really motivate you to keep going for it. Even if there's days when you don't feel like achieving your goals, they're always there to be your cheerleader and be in your corner and always give you that motivation and support that you need. It's a really key part of any healthy relationship that you can support and encourage each other's dreams without tearing the other person down or doing it for some type of your own benefit. That's really important as well. Something else that is just key is that they fit in with your family and friends. Again, strangely enough, this can go for a partner or a friend. It's just someone who connects with your family. That's the people that you come from. And even if people kind of say, oh, you know, my family's whatever, it doesn't really matter if you vibe with them. It should be really important if you have a good relationship with your family yourself that whoever this is in your life also fits in with them because that is a pretty good sign. Also with your friends, because those are the people that you surround yourself with. So if you bring a new friend into the group or you bring your significant other into the group, they vibe well. It's not awkward. I think a really key instinct is if you bring someone into your family or friends and it's awkward and you feel kind of cringy around it, then that's probably not a good sign unless it's just that's how you feel around everything. But there's someone who just blends right in who is a very seamless integration into whatever group that you surround yourself with because I think that's a really key indicator if someone is right for you is that the friends and family approve and also they fit in with your friends and family because if you don't have that integration, then it's kind of hard for that person to really be your person. And last but certainly not least, which is going along with the psychological safety is they know how to comfort you and be there for you. Yes, this takes communication, 
but if you need them, they are there and they know how to be there for you. Some people just know how to do this, which is bizarre because I always thought, you know, you have to communicate, okay, here is the checklist of everything you need to do if I have a panic. No, it doesn't always have to be like that. Yes, communicating is important. It is important. But some of the most lifelong friends and the most important friends, they just know how to comfort me and be there for me. Because at the end of the day, it's not that hard to be there for someone, especially if you care about them. Because they shouldn't have to give you a checklist and then you go comfort them. You're just there. You're there, you're comforting them, and you feel that safety around them, that you feel the physical and psychological comfort being around them. And I think that psychological comfort, that psychological safety is so huge, and that tells you if someone is right for you. I think it's a really big indicator that you feel safe enough in that person's presence. And this goes with a lot of my friends, to be honest. Like, when I think of the people that I'm closest with are the people that I knew if I were to break down crying, they know how to be there for me and they're there and they can make me feel better. And something that may not be noticeable right away, but it will become noticeable. So you will be able to tell. (laughs) I wanted to include some wrong signs that you know if someone is right for you because I think in a toxic relationship or a toxic friendship, some of these things can be easily misguided, should I say. So I'm going to fire off a couple I thought of seeing them in your future. This is something that is really built up in your mind and not necessarily reality. So picturing someone in your future isn't necessarily how to tell if someone is right for you. It just means you can image them into your future memory, which isn't saying much. It's just you being creative. (laughs) Feeling connected to them. There is such thing as trauma bonding. And sometimes if you are in a toxic relationship and you go along with a lot of toxic behaviors or you've been through a lot together or you've been together for so long friendships or otherwise it can start to feel like okay we're connected I can feel it we're connected but sometimes it's just trauma bonding and sometimes it's just because they've been a constant in your life or they've been there in your life in certain moments and also words of affirmation it is amazing to hear words of affirmation but sometimes people will just say what you want to hear and they know that and this is a tricky one because it's almost impossible to tell again with friends or partners this is something that just because something is saying exactly what you want to hear does not mean that they are the right person for you just be aware of that not that it's a bad thing it could be a great thing down the line but it's not something to place that judgment on and to go back on what i said at the very beginning if you are questioning if someone is right for you that anxiety of you questioning it could also be a red flag because the right person for you is never going to make you question it or doubt it at all. So just keep that in mind as you're listening to this episode. But I hope with all of that, that was helpful to you and that gave you some idea of if someone is right for you. And again, these come from my own experience, my friend's experience. I think I've seen a couple of these on TikTok or Instagram. But again, It's not scientifically proven per se, so just keep that in mind, but socially proven by me. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to the episode today. I'm so glad that you were able to join me for this episode. If you enjoyed, make sure to give the podcast a follow wherever you listen to podcasts, 
And if you'd like to follow along with me in my journey on my Instagram and TikTok at the girl covering and I hope that you are taking great care of yourself and have an amazing rest of your day.